the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Buca Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. All right. Praise God for our youth this morning, giving praise and glory to God, uh, using their gifts to glorify him on this morning. Praise the Lord. All right. If you have your Bibles with you, and you should, I want to invite you on today as we continue our uh, series of messages entitled Prioritizing Our Lives. Uh, I want to invite you today to Genesis chapter 11. Genesis chapter 11. And we'll begin our reading at verse 1. Genesis chapter 11. Verse 1, and when you get there, let us know you're there by saying amen. Uh, Genesis chapter 11 and begin at verse number 1. All right. So, the word of the Lord from Genesis chapter 11, uh, beginning at verse 1, reads as follows. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar. And they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing that they purpose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down and go down there and confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore, its name is called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth. And from there, the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of the earth. Would you pray with me this morning, eternal God? We thank you for your grace, your mercy, your kindness. Lord, as we look into your word on today, I pray that you would open up the scripture to our understanding. Speak to our hearts. God, if there's any that don't know you, save them by your amazing grace. I pray, Lord God, that you would speak to that one who's discouraged today, that you might encourage them through the word of God, that one who's looking for wisdom and direction for their life. I pray, God, that you would speak to them and give them the wisdom that they stand in need of. Father, I just lean and depend on you today and ask your favor to be rested upon this word. I need you, God, and your strength preach through me, God. Give me clarity of speech, clarity of thought. 
and allow the word that comes from my mouth, God, to go into the hearts, minds, and souls of those that if any don't know you, they come to know you. If any have drifted in fellowship, they restore the broken fellowship. If any have need, God, of edification, they be edified. But most importantly, Lord, that your name will be glorified in all that is done and all that is said. I yield myself to you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. We um, started this journey in 2 Kings chapter 20. Looked at the first three verses there. We spoke to you from the subject matter. You shall not die as we looked at Hezekiah's situation. And then on last week, we came back to, uh, to, to finish off the story of Hezekiah in 2 Kings chapter 20. Picked up uh, from there and did verses 4 through 11. Spoke to you from the subject matter, priority of proof. And so as we've been walking through this um, series of messages entitled Prioritizing Our Lives, we found out last week in terms of prioritizing proof, sometimes we get to the place where we just need proof and Proof is what we have as a priority. I need you to prove yourself, God. I need you to prove whatever you said you was going to do, you was going to do. And that's where Hezekiah was. And we saw in that um, text last week the promise of God from his word and then the preservation or present presentation of God through his actions. So God showed through his actions what he was going to do. And the providing by God of signs and miracles. God performed miracles in order to let us know and give signs to let us know, act not only to confirm our faith, but to let us know that this is proof. This is the proof that it is me that said it, and, and, and I can do and will do what I said I was going to do. All right, so that's where we kind of have, have gathered ourselves and kind of walked through thus far. Today, I want to dig into this particular text in Genesis chapter 11. And here in Genesis chapter 11, this text is the story of Babel, pretty familiar story for most. And we see the people here of the earth and there, this is about a hundred years beyond the time of the flood. And it had happened such that uh, the evil of the men of the earth had become so great that God sent a flood on the land to destroy all except uh, Noah and his family. And then God starts all over. And now the people and the nations are multiplying. Uh, the text lets us know that they had the blessing of one language. That was a blessing one language, and they had the blessing also of a restart of humanity. Humanity got to start all over. So they get a restart of humanity. They got a single language. But with that, the deadly contamination of sin continues to spread. Even though God has started all over, the deadly contamination of sin did not stop. It, it is continuing to spread. And in fact, pride cost their priority to become selfish. And so the priority of the people became very selfish. Un not unlike today, I think a lot of People struggle today, and we see in our society, a lot of people have a very selfish uh, priority. Everything is about me. It's about me, 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 me. And so in our text, we see that the pride of the people pushes their uh, priority to become about self. I want to talk to you from the subject this morning in the third part of this series from the subject matter, the problem with priority me. The problem with priority me. Priority me takes the blessings of God and give that, that are given by grace and pushes us to do things that are not in line with what God called us and asked us to do. So the problem with pri priority me is that when I use what God has given me to make it about me, there's a, a series of consequences that are going to unfold. And so in our text today, I'll look at three things 
that the problem of priority, me, pushes us to do. First, it pushes us to come up short of the promise of God. Let's look at verse uh, the first few verses here. We look at here, um, the whole earth is, is of one speech and one language, kind of laid that all out. It came to pass that they journeyed to the east. All the families are moving together. They're, they're traveling together from the east. And they found this plain in the land of Shinar. And they dwelt there, kind of packed up. Say, hey, oh, park right here. Then they said to one another, come, let us make bricks. They had the bricks and they had their asphalt for mortar. And they, they began to do that. And they said, come, let us build ourselves a city. Now, this is where it, it becomes dangerous for them. Okay, the building of this city represents disobedience to God. They were not to stop in the plains of Shinar. That was not where God had instructed them to go. God did not say, travel this far, find yourself a good spot, a place in Shinar, and then build yourself a city. So actually what they're doing in the fact of coming up with this great idea, because they were so full of pride, hey, we can build ourselves a city and you know, build, you know, make some bricks, make some stones. We're going to build ourselves a city here. But watch this. But when they stopped in the plains of Shinar, you got to be reminded that in chapter nine, verse one, they were instructed by God to fill the earth. Okay. So listen, when you put priority me above God's will, you end up short all the time. Okay. You're always going to end up short of what really God had for you. Far, far too many Christians, far too many Christians, too many people of God build their cities in these plains when God has bigger plans for them. Let's, let me see if I can say that another way. Far too many of us stop prior to getting to the full benefit of where God is trying to take us because priority me is taking control. And prior to me says, I'm going to do it my way instead of doing it God's way. Because God has said, go conquer all the land, cover the earth. And they, they go off and they say, well, no, we're going to stop right here and build us a city right here. So this building of the city represents disobedience to God. And in this, I want, I'm trying to help us understand, in this disobedience to God, when we become the priority, when our, our plan becomes the priority over God's, we're always going to come up short of what God intended for us to have. If I can say it this way, you stop, then you got you an apartment. It's like, I got the apartment, I'm good. But God's plan was for you to have a home that you would own. You stop when you got your associate's degree. And God said, my plan was for you to keep going, get you a doctorate degree. You stopped and you said, you know what? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm going to rent me a car. But God said, no, I want you to own the dealership. So far too many of us are stopping and being satisfied with priority me. In other words, putting our own priorities above what the plan of God is. And we always are going to come up short. Another problem with their decision to disobey God and putting priority me first is the city that they were building lacked vision. The city that they were building, they said, we're going to build us a city and we're going to put a tower on it and all that. And the problem with the city that they're building in the plains of Shinar is they didn't think about the future for the city they were building. So the city that they were building lacked vision. It didn't have vision for the future. It would, it would hold the people that were there now. It would handle the number of people they had now, but it didn't include, it didn't prepare them for the growth that was going to happen 
that would allow them to spread out and cover the whole world. Because that was God's plan. God's plan was to, to multiply them that they would cover the earth. Their city says, okay, this is good. We okay. But God says, no, that's not okay. That's not enough. My plan is for you to get all of this. And so, listen, when you put priority me ahead of God and you disobey God, again, you keep coming up short because your vision is going to come up short because your vision doesn't see. Let me say it like this. Priority me won't allow you to see all that God wants for you to have. Ooh, I'm preaching way better than y'all saying amen. Priority me says I want this and I want it now. And God's plan is saying, no, don't stop here. Go further. I got more for you. So when you, when you put priority me in front, you come up short of God's promise, even as they did in the building of this city. Secondly, they come up, not only do they come up short, but when I keep reading here in verse four, I see that they not only decided we're going to build a city, they said, and a tower whose top is in the heavens. We're going to make a name for ourselves. We're going to build a, we're going to build a city and... Um, we're going to build a tower. I mean, they got, they, they, they got it going on. I mean, and, and the, 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 the thing that, again, this priority me, the problem with priority me is it begins to exalt yourself above God. Priority me not only causes you to come up short of the promises of God, but priority me also causes you to exalt yourself above God. In the city that they wanted to build, they wanted to build this tower. Now, the tower says that we have our own way to heaven. We don't need God. The, the, the priority me says, I think I can do this without God. I don't need God. I got this. I'm, 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 it's all about me. And so priority me says, I don't need God. In fact, I can build my, my tower. And when I build my tower that reaches into the heavens, I have no need of God. I wonder what towers you have. What have you built in your life? What towers do you have that, that you built in a sense, in essence, in the city that is uh, short of the promises of God, but also causing you to exalt yourself above God? Is it, the, is it the tower of your finances? You know, because some people are stacking up money and they stacking it up and you got your money stacked up so high that you feel like, you know what, I'm up there. I'm, I'm up there with God. I don't really need God. I don't need nothing. I'm good. Okay, so is that where you are? Is that, that, is that what priority me has caused you to build your tower? Is that the tower you've been building? Is it the tower of your, your education that you've been building degrees and putting degrees on top of degrees and you've got this, all the, your, 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 your um, citations on the wall and all your degrees on the wall and, and you feel like, you know what, I'm so highly educated. I, I, I really don't need anything else. I'm so smart. I don't need God. I'm, I'm so educated. I don't need God. Is it your... Stuff that you're stacking up. Because, you know, in this world, we love gathering stuff. And we're gathering stuff and we're gathering stuff and we're gathering stuff. And oftentimes, if you ask people, why are you buying that? They say, I need it or I might need it. Okay. And you're buying stuff and you're buying stuff. You know, and I mean, my, my wife gives me a hard time all the time because when I go to like Lowe's or Home Depot, I'll go through the tool section and, and I might pick up a tool. And she said, what you getting that for? I say, I might need it. It's not that I need it right then and there, but you know, for my tool people, you know, you always need to have tools. You know, it's always better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. 
But, you know, sometimes when you're building up these stuff and you're putting all these things and you're gathering all this stuff together, it's like building a tower of self-sufficiency. And you're building a tower with all this stuff that says, I really don't need God. I don't really have a, a need for God. I have no need to depend on God. I look around my home and I have everything I need. I have food. I have clothes. I have, I have everything I need. I got more than enough of everything. And so sometimes that becomes the tower that we build that keeps us in, in a place where, where we can really are technically exalting ourselves above God. It'll put us in a mindset that we'll exalt ourselves above God. But, but I, I want to caution you about these towers that we build because these towers can be very dangerous because you never want to exalt yourself above God. The tower also symbolizes... A divine vigilance. Because in this time uh, of, 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 of the, the era, biblical era, the, the tower of a city was a, a, a place that you would go up and, and you'd have vigilance. So you can see out and you can you look around. And so, but notice that in the text, the tower that they want to build is, they want the top of the tower to be in the heavens. So they want this tower to go up to the heavens, which represents our vigilance will be divine vigilance. So we'll have heavenly vision. So in other words, I don't, we don't need God to look out for us. We'll look out for ourselves. We, we'll have the ability to go up into the, the tower and we can look out all the way through the heavens and see everything. And we, we've, got, we've got the ability to take care of our own self. But this is, where, this is a danger of priority me because priority me says, I don't need God. I got that covered. You know, I, I can watch out for myself. I look out for myself. Don't, I don't, you ain't got to be praying for me. You don't got to be, you know, I don't need God. I got this. No, no. Priority me. When we put God, when we put me as a priority above God and we exalt ourselves above God, it's a dangerous place to be. Priority me always abandons the protection of God. And some of us, unfortunately, have found that out after we went too far. We were, we were big and bad and did whatever we wanted to do. And we felt like, you know what, I got this. And then we got out there and got in some trouble and realized, woo, I do need God. By that time, it was too late. Well, priority me causes us to abandon the protection of God in the arrogance of the belief that I got myself covered. And that's what this tower represents. It represents that we covering ourselves. We're protecting ourselves. We got this city that, that you know, that, that, that uh, is big enough to handle us now, but it's still coming up short of what God's plan was for them. So, so priority, priority to me is, is, is problematic. And then as I kept reading, it says, let us make a name for ourselves. That's what he says in the latter part uh, of verse four. He says, uh, we want to make a name for ourselves. Let us, let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the earth. Well, let us make a name for ourselves is, is priority me saying, uh, I, I want to be above God. I, I'm, I'm, I'm exalted above him. <laughs> Let's make a name for ourselves means my name should be higher than the name of Christ. And the sin that flows through our veins has never ceased causing men to continue to try to put his name above the name of Christ. Priority me, saying, I got this. I'm, I'm, it's me, it's me. But all of that comes from the sin of the enemy who poisoned us in the first place because even he wanted to be like God. And even he 
was going to exalt himself above God. And so you see the character of the sin nature of Satan is manifesting itself in us through this priority me. The pride is manifesting itself through priority me. The sin of saying I can handle it all by myself. I can be like God. That's the, that's the character of, of, of Satan that's, that's in us. It's in our blood. His character is, has been transferred into our sinful nature. And that's what's happening in the text. We're witnessing the sinful nature that is still in man. Even after God restarted creation, the sinful nature is still there. And so the problem with priority me is that, first of all, you're always going to come up short of the promises of God. And then secondly, you're going to exalt yourself above God. In this life, we always got to be careful about putting our own priorities above the priority of God. Priority me pushes people in business, in ministry, in community, in family to sacrifice all that God has given them to make a name for themselves. They had one language. It was a gift from God. They used the one language. They used the blessing of God of one language to make it about them. And so many times that we're doing the same thing, we're taking the blessing that God has given us, the favor that God has given us, the gift that God has given us, and we've made it all about us. It's about we start prioritizing ourselves based on what God has given us. And that's dangerous. It's not healthy. It's not beneficial. So finally in the text, we pick up a verse, the last part of verse 4. It says, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. The last thing I want you to see that priority me, the problem with priority me is not only does, does it cause you to come up short of the promises of God, to exalt yourself above God, but also to avoid the will of God. Priority me, when you put priority me first, when priority me is above God, it says, I'm going to avoid the will of God. They said here in the text, let's build this city, let's make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered. Well, wait a minute. You were supposed to be scattered. <laughs> the will of God was for them to cover the whole earth. They were supposed to be scattered. Priority me says, let's avoid the will of God. We don't want to be scattered. We don't want to do what God says do. We want to do what we want to do. That's what priority me says. It says, avoid God's will. Do whatever you can to get outside of God's will. And we should have what we want. And it's all about me. And nobody can tell me I can't have what I want. That's priority me. Because I don't care about what God says. I don't care about what God's will is. I don't care if God says I need to stay here and fight. I don't care if God says that I need to go the long way around. Priority me says I'm taking a shortcut. Priority me says I don't, I don't, I don't care what God says. I know God is saying, look, it, it's, it's not going to be the easy route this time. You got to go through some suffering. And you're saying, no, priority me says I don't, I'm, I'm not going to suffer. I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of this. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting my losses. I'm moving on. That's priority me, but the priority me is dangerous because when you get to priority me, you're outside the will of God. And what happens here in the text that, that opens this whole thing up is in verse 5 when the text says, And the Lord came down to see the city 
and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, indeed, the people are of one language, and they have one language, and, and this is what they begin to do. Now there will be nothing withheld from them. No sin will be withheld from them. No selfish attitude will be withheld from them. And so God then takes from that point, and he confuses the language because, listen, priority me will not allow you to avoid the will of God. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministries of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bucus Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title and broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 8 a.m., or 11 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bucus Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.